The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code ROSS. That's code ROSS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. If you'd like to make your NFL games a little more interesting, you've come to the right place. It's the Even Money Podcast with Ross Tucker and Steve Fezzik. Yeah, Vegas, baby, Vegas. And it's not just making your NFL games a little more interesting. It's NCAA tourney time, baby. And we've got some NFL free agency news. We're presented by betonline.ag, the online gaming website of choice for the Even Money podcast with the best odds and fastest payouts. He's the star of the show, the only two-time winner of the Westgate Super Contest, the Super Bowl of professional football gambling at Fezzik Sports, a professional gambler, professional handicapper. I'm a former NFL offensive lineman at Fezzik Sports, by the way, is on his Twitter handle. He does actually have a name, Steve Fezzik. I'm at Ross Tucker NFL on Twitter, former NFL offensive lineman that likes to dabble uh, in making these picks here on the Even Money podcast. I should mention, Steve, before we even get into the NCAA tourney betting tips or even just some of your thoughts on brackets, I should mention that I know a lot of people listening have student loans. I get it. I had student loans at Princeton. Thankfully, I made the Redskins and was able to to pay them off. I probably should have just made the payment every month rather than just paid it off all at once, but I wanted to get rid of it. At any rate, you guys have an awesome, awesome opportunity to refinance those and get better rates by actually having a chance to have banks compete, lenders compete for your loan. Credible.com slash even money is the URL you want to use. Credible.com is an online marketplace for student loan refinancing and using their simple platform, it takes less than two minutes to find out if you're overpaying on your student loans Plus, you could save thousands by refinancing. Look, the average user who refinances through Credible.com saves almost $19,000 over the life of their loan. Think about what you could do with $19,000. Pay off your student loans faster or lower your monthly payment, whatever works for you. Right now, even money listeners get a $200 welcome bonus when refinancing through credible.com slash even money. Do not wait. 
Go to credible.com slash even money and click find my rate to see if you could save by financing. That's C-R-E-D-I-B-L-E dot com slash even money. Credible.com slash even money. This isn't even that their tagline, but I'll tell you, credible is incredible. Boom. I should get paid extra for that. All right, Steve, it is NCAA tourney time, and I know from last year that you've got a lot of thoughts. We'll get into some of your initial thoughts on NFL free agency in a bit, but let's just start with the NCAA tournament and tell me some things I need to know. What do I need to know? What are the things that everybody messes up this time of year before we even get into specific teams or seeds or whatever? As far as the NCAA tournament, number one thing, filling out brackets know how big your pool is. If you're playing in a small pool, you don't want to pick very many upsets at all. You want to go chalk across the board. If you're playing in a really large pool, a national pool, you're going to have to pick some upsets to go ahead and take down the big prize. But the biggest mistake I see is people taking all the number one seeds or three of the four number one seeds. I would restrict it to one or two of the number one seeds to make the final four. And if you're playing in a really big pool, I would take a shot at a three to five seed to try to go ahead and cut down the nets. So I would also just add to that, Steve. I mean, not only do you have to pick upsets if you're in like a larger pool, but don't you have to pick the upsets that other people aren't picking? I mean, there's always like these trendy upsets. I think this team's going to win. I think that team's going to win. Seems to me like if you just pick the one or two trendy upsets that everybody else is talking about, you're also not going to win. That's a great point that you really want to forecast what your competition is going to pick. And if a game is truly pick them and you think that your competition is going to land two-thirds of the time on Team A, you really want to be on Team B. You want to be contrarian to win these, fo- these basketball pools. So obviously, Steve, there's, there's two different parts of this, right? There's the, the brackets that everybody does, and then there's actually betting the game. So I know people do brackets a lot of times because it's their buddies or it's at work or whatever. But just between those two things, the brackets and betting, your best return on investment would just be betting individual games as opposed to a bracket. The bracket, you kind of have to know going into it, you're really doing it more for the fun of it than for the money. You know, I'm actually going to disagree. The brackets, I think, have a much higher return on investment in the long run because the brackets are filled with public money Further, a lot of these brackets have a 100% return to the players. So because of that, you're playing into a positive expectation game in the brackets. The more you can get involved with, the more I'd encourage you to do so. Wow. Okay, so, so that's a better – so because the people you're against aren't – like, to explain that to me again. Yeah, so ideally, Ross Tucker and Steve Fezzik should, like, we should get our wives – our sisters, our brothers, we should get entries into every one of their office pools brackets and enter them all because there we get a 100% rate of return if we're just an average person filling out brackets, but we know more than the average person, so we're going to have the edge there. Wow, okay, that's really interesting. I, I thought you said the opposite last year, so I was thought I thought I was sounding all smart. Okay, well, all right, so what about, though, so, okay, so the biggest tips are the, the smaller the pool, 
the more favorites you should take, the bigger the pool, the more um, contrarian view or the more upsets you should pick. Yes, as an example, if there's 100 people in the pool, you simply can't take Houston to win it all because Houston doesn't have a 1 in 100 chance. But if there's 5,000 people in the pool, then you can take a flyer on a Cinderella like that. On the extreme example on the small side, if I'm playing against you head-to-head, Ross, I'm going to take every single favorite all tournament long. Not the team that's seated the strongest, but the team that's going to be favored by Vegas. And I'm going to say, come get me with any upset picks that you're going to try to win with. What about people that are actually betting it? You know, what, what if you actually, you know, I know a lot of people go out to Vegas for this weekend. You know, what, what, what are your tips for people that are actually betting the games? I would recommend that you treat this as a, um, a great event that you can enjoy. But in terms of betting, you know, the pros don't really love the tournament because the lines are so tight compared to even a typical Saturday in December where you're betting these games. Where we do love it is when the public falls in love with a certain team. So if you have a certain team that's playing very well like, uh, and they get hot in the tournament, oftentimes you can fade them in rounds three and four because the public just goes crazy betting on teams. There's so much public money in the pool. Interesting. Okay, what about, um, I, I know we've talked about this before, but you're much better off picking a team to win each game than you are picking a team to win the whole thing, right? Yeah, that's really strong. You do not want to play into the futures markets. Who's going to win the tournament? And as an example, I like Michigan. Michigan right now is 10 to 1 to win the tournament. If you just bet Michigan six straight times on the money line, you're going to engineer a parlay that's going to pay more like 30 to 1. So it's almost impossible to find any value in those needle in the haystack bets. Where you do want to focus is to take a look at certain prop bets. Like there's a prop up, will any team score 98 or more points in the tournament? Things like that. How many overtime games will be in the tournament? Over, under, two and a half, where you can bet both sides of the proposition those are the ones that the pros really attack what else do you do steve uh, for the tournament like how, how do you bet the tournament typically you know i bet during the games because it's such a big event almost all the books now offer the lines after the games tip off and i personally find that is where my best value is as an example i like duke they're a 19 point favorite 19 half point favorite in the first round But when Duke gets up double digits Ross, typically Coach K slows it down tremendously. So live wagering or second-half wagering, I'll be looking to play that game under the total. Got Okay, so you're a big live. That's really interesting, live betting guy when it comes to that. That's really interesting. Anything else that you think people should know now, um, whether it's filling out their brackets or for betting the tournament? Any other any other tips or wisdom or even specific teams you like or don't like for this year's tournament? I really don't like Auburn. I think that um, they had a key injury to Macklemore. They have not been the same team. So there's a team I could see easily losing in the first round to College of Charleston. Uh, I'll mention, you know, the pros oftentimes are betting as much on these lesser tournaments. I'll give you a pick here. I like tonight um, in the NIT 
Washington's playing Boise State. I really like the under 148 for various reasons, including, Ross, the NIT moved back their three-point shooting line by a foot, and it's throwing off all the shooters. So normally the pros like to play the NIT tournament. The game's over the total, not this year with the longer three-point shot. All right, so as we talk, Steve, you know, NFL free agency hasn't officially started. But before I move on, is there anything else on the tournament or basketball or NCAA basketball that you wanted to chime in on before I move on? I think we can move into NFL. All right, okay. So then let's get to NFL free agency. And my question is, nothing is official yet, but... At 4 p.m. Eastern time, we know where a lot of these moves are going to be. For a book that already has like the early win totals or anything, are there any other lines that are up anywhere that people who get this information first could use to their benefit? Absolutely. There's one book that has the season win numbers. Five dimes is the book. They've got low limits, but you should, if you're following all this stuff closely, be able to pick them off and get very good wagers. I know the Browns, you could have played over four and a half wins, um, you know, earlier this month. And I expect that um, as things get finalized, you can get some fine wagers at very low limits, though. Any of these moves really make a big difference to you so far? I know, obviously, quarterback's the big one, but Cousins to Minnesota, Keenum to Denver, Bradford to Arizona, McCown and Bridgewater to New York. I mean, at this point, are any of those – because remember, we went over the the five dimes. We went over kind of our initial thoughts. Any of those moves make a big difference in terms of the win-loss total for you for those teams? Yes. I really think Minnesota wins the free agency. I know they had to pay through the nose to get Cousins, but in my eyes – a lot of these other quarterbacks are a complete crapshoot as far as is Bradford going to be healthy? Was Keenum a one-year wonder? Um, how effective is Taylor really going to be? I know Cousins is a good NFL quarterback, and I know the Vikings are a great team. You pair that together, I think it's a slam dunk that the Vikings become the favorite to win with the Eagles in the NFC. Yep, I'm I'm with you on that. I I I totally think it's the Vikings and the Eagles and the NFC in terms of favorites. I should mention, by the way, for all of these NCAA tournament bets, or even as the NFL free agency stuff happens, the place to go is BetOnline.ag and use promo code Even Money on your first deposit to earn a 50% welcome bonus. That's up to $2,500 worth of sportsbook free plays. Bet online football odds usually released before every other sportsbook. They'll have their season win totals out soon. They've got more props and state-of-the-art live betting. So what Steve was just talking about for the NCAA tournament, the props and the live betting, betonline.ag is your place for that. Do not miss out on betting any of these games this weekend. Go to betonline.ag if you haven't already, or even if you have, make sure you use the promo code EVENMONEY to score your $2,500 bonus because it is awesome. Let's get to an email question, Brian. 
Ever wanted to ask an NFL player a question? Well, here's your chance. It's time to Ask Ross. All right, this one comes to us, Steve, from Andrew Guzman in Phoenix, Arizona. Ross and Steve, love the show. I want to thank you guys for another great season of NFL betting analysis and entertainment. Both your insights were integral in helping me crush my weekly Against the Spread Picks League this year. My question is for Steve about identifying some good value plays in the prop bets. Once the wave of public money hits Vegas this weekend, and I think he was talking about the Super Bowl, but this could be any big weekend, are there one or two props you are waiting to pounce on? If so, are you waiting for a specific price to fire your bets? I'd love it if you could share an example or two. Thanks. That's from Andrew Guzman, who took advantage of the 1-800-Flowers promo code over at RossTucker.com, where all the sponsor codes are. So let's go back to the Super Bowl, or even we could do it, Steve, also for the NCAA tournament. What are the props that you wait until the, the public money comes flowing in before you take action, if any? Yeah, it's a really great question. Uh, there are props in the tournament. Who is going to certain conferences? How many games is that conference going to win? When there's a dominant conference, you know the public's going to bet on them for the most part. No matter what the number being said is, the problem is there is not a dominant conference this year, so that does not stand out as a prop to wager, but I will give you one. We're going to go to golf, the Masters. Tiger Woods almost won the Valspar open recently he's playing very well the public loves tiger the pros ross are salivating at the prospect of the public betting tiger in head-to-head matchups in the masters and then betting against him right before the masters starts feeling that tiger woods in no way is as good as the very best golfers in the world i'll give you one more in the nfl we try to forecast a team the public is going to absolutely love. I'll give you one, the San Francisco 49ers. If you like the Niners, I really think you've got to play them over nine right at the opening number here. And right before the season starts, we're going to forecast ahead six months. I really think that the Niners season win number is going to do nothing but go up, be bet up by the public, nothing but good news. We'll play it under right before the season starts six months from now. Got a couple tweets also, not tweets, got a couple emails from Andrew Vidulich that I wanted to throw at you as well, Steve. Um, the one he said was Cleveland, I think he's talking about the Browns. Oh, no, no, he might be talking about the Cavaliers, I'm sorry, has lost 19 in a row where they have been behind in the third quarter. Is there any value betting them live at that point in their next game he says, this is a Skip Bayless tweet, so it might not be true. Ha ha. <laughs> well, I, I know that I, I saw a, um, a pro friend of mine was on the Cavs in the first half last night, so I'll have to look up the stats. So maybe the Cavs are a better team in the first half than the second half. You know, the initial optimism of the four new guys that they acquired, including the two Lakers, where they played very well and beat a couple playoff teams, has faded. The feeling in Vegas is that Cleveland replaced four, um, 
let me see how, how, to, how to phrase this. They basically had four flat tires playing with LeBron, and now they have four spare tires. Um, the play is Toronto, in my opinion. You still get Toronto to win the East at uh, plus uh, 200, and I really think Toronto is indeed going to win the Eastern Conference. Wow, okay. So do you think, though, if there's a trend like that, 19 straight when they've been losing in the third quarter, that that's something people should try to live bet then? Absolutely, and you can bet in quarters also before the game even starts. There are certain teams that are just better in the first half and the first quarter. Examples, Golden State is terrible in the first quarter. They barely outscore their opponents. They sleepwalk, typically, and then they're great in the third quarter. They it suddenly gets their interest come third quarter time. The Minnesota T-Wolves, for whatever reason, Ross, are fantastic in the first half, and they're not nearly as good in the second half. Pros know about this. So uh, in a game, if you like the Minnesota Timberwolves, you bet them in the first half, not for the game. His other question said that his NFL NCAA football betting league lets him bet correlated parlays. What's the best way to bet those games that have a high spread and that spread is 40-plus percent of the total? How do I bet those parlays? I really don't like the NFL correlated parlays of the minus 12 to the over 42, although it makes sense. So often what happens is that you need the underdog to score, the backdoor score to get over the total, where the really strong stuff is, if they let you do it, Ross, is to play the first quarter minus two and a half or minus three parlayed to the over seven and a half. Or alternatively, if you can play a first half, so you get a big favorite, like a 10 point favorite. If you can play a minus six parlayed to an over 22 in the first half, that's where the very strongest correlations are. Most books will not allow you to do that. Got it. All right. Well, that makes sense. That'll do it. For this week's Even Money podcast, some early free agency thoughts in the NFL from Steve. Three listener questions, so keep them coming. Just take advantage of any of our sponsors over at RossTucker.com, or you can obviously just take advantage of BetOnline.ag and use that code EVENMONEY, forward it to me, Ross at RossTucker.com, and I will ask Steve Whatever question you want me to ask him, you can keep sending those emails in. Hopefully you guys are all ready now. You got the bracket knowledge, the NCAA tournament knowledge. Other than that, you know about Amazon and PayPal over at RossTucker.com. Great way to send us some sponsor confirmations and get your emails read. Certainly we love those of you that retweet at Fezzik Sports or at RossTuckerNFL or like Facebook.com slash Ross Tucker NFL even those of you that download multiple times on multiple devices that's awesome as well anyway good luck everybody with the tournament hope your brackets go well hope you guys win some money thanks for listening to the even money podcast make sure to also subscribe to the Ross Tucker football podcast the fantasy feast podcast and the college draft podcast all available on iTunes at RossTucker.com or wherever podcasts can be found